interesting thing just happened to me. So, one time I met with this with this guy who ended up being one of my best friends for for uh, shoot months and months and months. And then his his night of freedom was a time where, well, he had held on to some secrets, and through through just gathering together and doing life together and, and going through the word together and doing a, a series together and eating together and doing life. I mean, it's, it was true community. Um, his night of freedom came and he came totally clean. It was, it was the most fearful he had ever been in his life. And it was the, the, the most in touch he's ever felt with Jesus Christ being his Savior, the, the risen Lord being his true Savior, and him no longer turning to himself, but but relying that that the gospel is true and, and Jesus is who he says he is. And, and so the next day, um, I hadn't seen him since since his confession, since his night of freedom, since his moment of uh, liberation. I see him and I get the biggest hug ever. I just get the biggest hug ever. Hold on, I'm coming. Going past our gate guard right now here in our little community. Stand by. Hey, how you doing? Morning, guys. Thank you, sir. Hey, I just want to say I appreciate you guys. All right. All right, thank you. All right. So, right, he, so he, I, I go to give him the bro hug, and he's like, get that bro hug out of my face, man. Give me a hug, and he, he's... He's hugging me and he's squeezing me. I just feel the love. I know exactly, I know exactly what's behind that squeeze, okay? It's love, it's my gosh, thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for letting God love uh, me through you and thank you for just being with me, man, and encouraging me and building me up and equipping me and edifying me to be free. Thanks for reminding me of who I am in Christ and that he's created me to walk in freedom and so that that all came out of that hug <laughs> and then and then up and then my wife walks up and uh, you know my wife my wife is she's tiny she's 411 and so she gives him the little side hug because that's that's what my wife likes to do with uh, with the guys it's a side hug uh, so it's appropriate and but my buddy uh, uh, kisses her on the head and I've, I've never I've never seen this before I've never seen anybody do this before. So it was, it was this awkward moment of, uh, you just kissed my wife on the head. But a day later, I knew exactly, I knew exactly what was going on there. In his heart, okay, he had felt that my wife was just as integral and just as much as a conduit of God's love, grace, and mercy that led him to the freedom that he is experiencing because of the amount of times that where I've referenced my wife in, in our morning discipleship meetings, and the discipleship was mutual, it, was, it, was, it cut both ways, but I made so many references to my wife being fearful, but pushing through the fear because she preached the gospel to herself and exposed something anyways. There were so many instances of those stories that he felt that he ought to give her the same amount of, of um, affection in the hug that he gave me. So his hug was essentially saying, thank you so much for helping me be free. Even though she had never met with him to have for a coffee like I did. She had never been on the phone with him like I did. She had never done Bible study with him like I did. 
but just her being who she is, me witnessing it firsthand, and then telling it to him frequently, as often as I did, as an example of, look, it's not just me that's living this life of freedom, it's also my wife, so let me give you an example. She was totally scared to share this, but she did it anyways. Why? Because she's empowered by the Spirit, and the Gospel has changed her, and that's why. That's why she lives like that. So I get it. I get it, and I got it, and it was like, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, And I say that, so as I was driving today, um, I was thinking, well, gosh, one time my wife said, uh, you know, I kind of like, I was with the ladies, and I kind of shared your story, but I didn't share the whole thing, you know? And the first thing I thought of was, Babe, I don't care. I, I, I don't care how much your friends know how much I need Jesus. I don't care for anybody to know anything about me that God already knows. I just don't. I, I don't. Why would I care? Why would I fear man more than I fear God? Why would I care what, what my neighbor thinks about how much I need a Savior if God already knows? So it's this, it's this madness that confuses me and my wife sometimes on how much to share. Now, now, there are appropriate times. So I walk in wisdom and I'm prayerfully, Lord, uh, what do I have to share in this moment? And sometimes, sometimes it's, hey, uh, so my wife and I got in a, in, a, in a fight the other day, but it's the gospel that helped us work through it. It, it was an understanding of our true need that, that diminished the anger in the room. Uh, and if you want to know more about the story, come, come and grab some coffee. We'll, we'll tell you the whole thing. But for right now, we just wanted to leave you with that. So something, something vague like that, but there's no fear in my heart. There's no fear in my heart. So I thought about this, saying this to my wife. I haven't even said it yet. Maybe I'll say it when I get home if I remember. But uh, it's, babe... Only tell your friends things about me that you want exposed and me to find freedom from. So in other words, if you're going to be telling your friends something about me, tell them something where they could join in on prayer so that thing doesn't happen again. So I don't believe the lie that led to the sin that I was doing at the time. You know what I mean? So there have been several times where I have... I've gotten this rant, right? Like when my kids did something, let's just say like um, uh, my, my daughter stuck her hand in the toilet the other day. She, she uh, and for no good reason, right? She just stuck her hand in the toilet. And let's just say I, I told her once why she shouldn't do that. And then twice. And then three seconds later, three times. And then four and then five. And then it's just like as she's walking away, still, still uh, verbally punching her down like, why would you do that? That's dirty. What, what kind of kid are you? Right? Only, she, my wife should only share that with her friends if, if it's for the purpose of them joining on prayer that I wouldn't believe lies that it's okay to do that to my kid. And that's, that learning is a process and that, that growth is, is uh, progressive. Right? And that, that, that God's grace would flow through me to my daughter and then so things exposed are things that can be closed and things hidden just grow and they gain power like roots in the ground that end up busting up concrete and all that from from a um, from my buddy give my wife a little side hug and then kiss her on the head 
kissing her on the top of the head. It was so awesome. All right, Fabcasters. I know you got something in there, something that inspires you to uh, preach the gospel to yourself, to live life as if it's all true, because it is. Love you guys. Peace.